Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you i'm jason matheson and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become the world's very first totally nude cobbler she can fix your shoes and she's buck naked it's alexis yeah. thompson i sometimes put my apron on <laughs> but there's nothing underneath. Good morning, Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Holly Roberts. No shirt, some shoes, all the surface. That's right. Good, at- Good morning, all of you. It's Tuesday, June 30th, 2023. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to American Eagle Day, not the store, the bird. Welcome to Cherry Tart Day, National Hike with a Geek Day. Welcome to National Ice Cream Soda Day. Welcome to Vanilla Milkshake Day. Welcome to New Identity Day. Welcome to Plain Yogurt Day. Welcome to World Productivity Day. Welcome to World Refugee Day. And welcome to your coffee. Mm. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Up their butts. Oh, oh. Hey, we doing coffee animals this morning? All right. That's right. Thanks, Hope. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Thanks, Hope. Cheers. 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 How's everybody doing? Looks how you doing? Great. I'm obsessed with this submersive, submersive um, ocean gate, Titanic submarine being missing. Yeah, I know. Me too. Because I love the Titanic. I queued up because oh I. Oh my gosh. For your listening pleasure, Lex, I have queued up. I was watching the CBS Evening News last night. And uh, let's run the story there. and We'll oh. talk about it on the other side. Yeah, Take a listen to this. It's a race against time to find the submersible and those on board after it lost communication an hour and 45 minutes into its two and a half mile deep dive into the North Atlantic to see the haunting wreckage of the Titanic. The sub only carries around 96 hours worth of oxygen, and its crew, which is understood to include British billionaire Hamish Harding, hasn't been heard from in over a day now. The U.S. Coast Guard is leading the multinational Good search. Good everyone. It is a uh, remote area, uh, and it is uh, a challenge to conduct a uh, search in that remote area. 
but we are deploying all available assets. No Oceangate only started making deep sea expeditions with tourists in 2021. A CBS Sunday morning team also made the journey to the ocean floor, which costs adventure tourists $250,000. At one point, the crew realized something was wrong. Do you know where we are? 100 meters to the bow, then 470 to the bow. If you are lost, so are we. One of the passengers put it this way. We were lost. We were lost for two and a half hours. The submersible is the first of its kind. CEO Stockton Rush told CBS Sunday Morning safety was a priority. Everything else can fail. Your thrusters can go, your lights can go, you're still going to be safe. The RMS Titanic began its maiden and final voyage from Britain to New York. Yeah, we know the story. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know about the Titanic. We know, that. Well, yeah, we know about that story. That was from CBS News last night. Oh, um, my God. Did you, did you hear the one tourist from the... This is yes. CBS Sunday morning story. We were lost for two hours. What? This has happened before. The other thing, I guess the inside is kind of just like made with parts that you can find from home. Like it's no bigger like than a minivan. And yeah, the 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 apparatus that has them descend yeah. is like a game controller. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holly could control it from where she's sitting right now. Yeah. yeah be like much. playing Tetris on my Game Boy. Pretty much. Which just feels like that is feels very dangerous. And each of those billionaires paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be on this excursion. They have about seventy hours of oxygen left as of an hour ago. Oh dang. So ooh, and there's just in the depths of the Atlantic, once you get more than two miles down, we don't even have the resources or know how to really get down there and find them. There's so many X factors. Some people think it actually has floated up to the top and they're just like kind of floating there waiting. Others think it's, you know, worse and they're down at the bottom of the ocean. I love that you. Oh, I was you obsessed. Have, girl, you have hit us. Pat Benatar, Holly, she, <laughs> she whittled off like 18 fun facts about <laughs> Which is deep amazing. water expeditions. <laughs> Which is amazing because up until two minutes ago, I had not yeah. heard of this company. No. no. Or the fact that they might be at the bottom of the ocean, trying to look at the Titanic. I had heard of this because I had seen yeah. that Sunday morning story because mm-hmm. I love Sunday morning. But Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh. But I did not hear of this particular adventure until, you know, hello. It went missing. Yeah, and it could be that they don't even know that they're missing. You know, they're just um, still exploring. No, girl, they know they're missing. I mean, well, I, uh, then yeah. I was thinking, gosh, it imagine is Tuesday. You're in a minivan-sized vessel with four other people, and you're just trying to figure out. You know what? A oof! Oh my goodness! And you're at the bottom of the ocean, and then one of those translucent fish float by you. Yeah, you're like, wow, we're screwed. Oh, Never mind. No. I wanted to be a fish right now. Yeah, and then like food. I mean, how does that work inside the minivan too? Toilet time and food time, and you know, there's a certain ways when you submerge into the water, your body has to acclimate, right? So you can't just like float up to the top. You have to go. You have to ascend very slowly and descend slowly. So I just, you have to allow for that time. With the Lex, oxygen. 
They were supposed to be down there eight days. Yeah, I've seen the other James Cameron movie, The Abyss. Yeah. You got to take that slow. Right. Lex? Yes. Did you feed your child yesterday? <laughs> because you have really studied this. Uh, did you? I don't know. Zin, did I? I is, is Zinn hungry? I, <laughs> do you at least I have, a, a, ch- I have a child. Yeah. Did you, did you throw him huh? a bagel bite or something? Because you really researched this. Do I have a kid? I, really? Huh? I, I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> this is not. Of course. Of course. This is not the way I would want to go. No. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my God. Well, I don't like dark water. I don't oh. like sharks. There's, you know, there's a couple checks that I do not like that At some this point, yeah, entails. You, you just want to break open that porthole and just let the water come in. Oh, yeah. You know? Seriously. Oh, Oof. my goodness. Unless they're solving the world's problems down there. I they doubt come it. Up and they... <laughs> What? How many hours? Because, oh. again, you know all this. They have 70 hours of oxygen left. As Actually, of right it's now? it's 69 now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. No, 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 no. It's just, it's bad. It's scary. Oh. Mm-hmm. You don't it's know. A, I mean, It's experimental. Be, this vessel they got in? Yeah. Did, did you hear the, the report? They've only been doing this for a couple years. Yeah. They spent $250,000 a piece for the privilege. I hope no. they're just floating at the top. and. Me too. God bless them. I yep, really yep. do. Just, just, they're floating at the top and they're like, what? what, what what's going on? Yeah. Hey. Huh? I'm here. Yeah. It's yeah. just frightening that you can, you, you would think in the modern world, oh, well, there's radars and I'm sure that, I mean, you know, hell, we have air tags from Apple here on here above water. You would think that this thing would be forever trackable. But it is frightening as hell to think that there is a certain point in the ocean where you are untrackable. No. Nope. As your yep. husband has said many times, I don't I'm not gonna pay for that danger. <laughs> no. I am not going to pay for that level of danger. <laughs> I didn't I'm not joking. I didn't know that. I'm so ignorant. I thought, oh, it is the modern world. It's twenty twenty three. Again, we have air tags. I'm so sure this. How can you not know where that thing is at all times? But oof. Yep. And you nope. can't just you know drop a rope down, you know, and just hope yeah. you can pull them back up. No, no, no. I mean, I love the Titanic. I I'll watch any documentary about it. I'm curious about it. Yeah. But I am certainly no. Mm-mm. No. 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 Thank you. And if the weather doesn't permit, you know, they they actually weren't going to go. That's the other thing. They weren't going but to. But there was a gap in weather that they thought, okay, well, let's try it. Yeah. Oh, well, God bless. Seriously. Mm-hmm. God bless mm-hmm. them. And we we hope this tomorrow we can come on the air and say this has a great ending to it. Yes, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Please. Whoo. When we come back, it's not a good ending for Adele and her Spanx. Holly Roberts has the story. <laughs> Alexis for JTR Roofing Inc. JTRRoofingInc.com. They can install and repair, of course, your roof, your soffit and fascia, gutters, windows, siding, decking. Got some storm damage, of course, they've got you. They serve the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin, and they're happy to work on residential homes, commercial properties, multi housing properties. They've got it. They've got it all. (laughs) They can also help with that storm damage. If you know you have some damage to your roof and you just need to get it done, now is the time to give them a call, get in the docket, and and have them out there to at least 
see what it would cost for a free estimate. The other great thing is that they've been doing this for so long, 28 plus years in our market, that of course they have a lot of experience working with insurance. And yeah, they've got you. So give them a call, 651-777-7394. Mention me or my talk to save $1,000 on roofing, siding, or gutters. JChairRoofingInc.com. Sending a happy birthday and much love to my ex-girlfriend and one of my high school five, Sheila. Happy birthday. She listens to us from Virginia. Love you. Happy birthday. She really was my ex-girlfriend, yeah. I asked her to go with me. I put it in a fortune cookie. I was real romantic back then. Yeah, I microwaved. I microwaved. I softened up a fortune cookie and I opened it up. And then I slipped my own thing in there that said, will you go out with me? Will you go with me? Look at you composing before it was something. I know. I took her to a restaurant on on this lake. Not Lake Michigan, but another one in LaPorte or Twin City. And uh, she said, yes. Yeah. We lasted for about 12, 14 days. It was great. Oh, I wonder why. Mm, wonder why. Oh, just sometimes things don't work out. You're like, it really is me, <laughs> not yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's me, not you. Yeah, trust me on that one. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk. Uh, as the announcer lady said, at your convenience, if you miss our show, download past episodes on her app. Um, Adele had a moment, right, Holly? She, 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 she had a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Adele is rolling in the <laughs> yeast. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Woo! Oh, what? <laughs> because Adele revealed at one of her Las Vegas concerts recently that wearing Spanx on stage has caused her a fungal infection. <sighs> oh, my Gosh, she, she's got the jock itch, Jason and Alexis, from sweating in her Spanx. Oh, and she, yeah. she said this on air. She said, or not on air, on stage. It's a bit crude, but I never knew it existed. Me and my team were talking about it earlier. Obviously, when I do my shows, I wear Spanx to keep it all in and make it fit me. And that because of the hot stage lights, she sweats. And that sweat has caused a fungal infection. Oh, my God. Giving her jock itch. Oh, so does she spray that down? Oh, yeah. She- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. She said the doctor gave her jock itch cream and okay. she's like an athlete. She just squirts it all over. Yeah. <laughs> she just gets out the activating antifungal ray. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Thank you. Oh, Ew. Rolling in the yeast. Uh-huh. That is something, Holly. <laughs> rolling in the yeast. <laughs> Look, this is real this time of year, and it is swamp, moist areas. It is swassy, warm. Yeah. Ooh, the fungus. Yeah. Besides, ooh, let's have a party, baby. Oh God. Oh, this might happen with anything like this, right? It's not just Spanx. Mm Mm-hmm. 
just, oh, man. So she's probably still wearing them, though, right? She's just put a layer of cream in between. Yeah, she's just got the jock itch cream. Oh, man. Oh. I might just let it all all the rolls out. Yeah. Just roll just... It. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do at that point? Do you put on the cream and the Spanx? Ah. Or you're just like, wow, I'm going to be wearing a moo-moos for a, for a couple of weeks hey, and just letting it breathe. That's exactly what I was thinking. Moo-moo life, baby. Oh. <laughs> Why not? You can sparkle that baby up and make it look real fab. But your body's breathing. Oh. So Wow. Gross. Oh. But it's that time of year. It yeah. is that time of year. It's going to be in the 90s today. I need to pump up that AC. Put little fans in there. Oh, yeah. You know, right. get some Gold Bond medicated powder. Yeah. Put that on there. Baby yourself we have, up. We sometimes have to do that at Disney. When we go, we're walking around. And yeah. we're, you know what I mean? And we're swassing all day. Mm, girl. Got to do something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had an ex-boyfriend who used to just powder him up. Yeah, when it got you, real hot outside uh-huh. in L.A. when it was like, the high today is 120. Well, that's great. Well, and in Florida. <laughs> Powder up and, the berries. <laughs> and as you all know, in Florida, it's the humidity. I mean, that's oh. what kills you. Oh, yeah. It's oh, not yeah. even like in Arizona with the dry heat. Oh. There is nothing worse. Oh, my God. You just God. walk out and you're sweating. Oh, instantly. Oof. You could, oh, God, and nothing. No little Mickey Mouse cooler. Nothing will help. Down there. Really? Mm-mm. They don't have any merchandise like Mickey Mouse anti-chafe no. ointment? They, <laughs> like, they, do like. have a, they do have this roller, and I forgot. <sighs> Colin bought it. I think he's listening. There's a roller that a friend of ours recommended that you, it's like a deodorant. It looks like a deodorant stick. Oh. But you, but you apply it on your inner thighs. Yeah. Is it Mega Babe? Oh. oh, I think that's what it is. Yeah, because oh. Mega Babe is a company that has all sorts of delightful anti-chafing sticks and powders. Oh, yes. oh it's called Thigh Rescue. Yeah. Girl, uh, it has rescued thy thigh. Let me tell you, it does work. Oh, it wow. does work. It is an ab fab. I've never talked about it because, well, we really never had a catalyst for it. But <laughs> I am here, here to. Here we yeah. are. <laughs> and I am here to tell you, I think Colin would back me up. Uh it really works. What's it called again, Holly? It's called Mega Babe, and they've got a bunch of uh, the bunch of products for all sorts of body parts. They've got thigh rescue. They've got bust dust for your boobies because boobies get sweaty too during yep. the summertime. You gotta lift them up. Yep. <laughs> oh, bust dust. Yes. Powder them. Powder them. Oh my God, I love that name. Underarm is- soap. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Bust us. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there's an ab fab for you. Stocking stuffer. Yeah. I'm not joking. I'm telling you, you don't even have to be going, obviously, to a Disney park. It's, you know, various activities this would come in handy for. It really worked. So we'll just call it a quick ab fab. There we go. Absolutely fabulous. Perfect. Well, hopefully Adele's okay. Yeah. Hopefully she is. You know what? AC up in that. I think she's going to be fine. <laughs> I think that Adele is going to be fine. <laughs> Did I tell you she is performing on my actual birthday and I'm going to be in Vegas that weekend? Oh, really? And Are you going? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Well, listen. No. Uh, Colin, bless his heart. He's so sweet. He tried looking just for poops and giggles. 
um, for tickets. Yeah. Girl. Girl. How much? How much? Yeah. Girl. Actual retail price. Would you like to guess? For like oh. cheap, like nosebleeds. A mm. couple grand. Yeah, yep. $2,100. Oh, you both are exactly right. Oh. You both would, you would win both showcases. <laughs> We're going both on the Yeah, baby. That's right. <laughs> no, the cheapest Kyle was finding was like 2021, 22. Not even for main floor. Now, there isn't a bad seat in the Coliseum. I have said that before. I went to go see Celine Dion, and we sat up there, and it was lovely. But let me tell you, we did not pay $2,200 to sit up there. I shan't be paying. I love Adele. Adele, I love her swass. I love her songs. Yeah, fungus and all. Mm-hmm. Fungus and all. But I shan't be paying two grand to sit up in the balcony. Shan't be happening. I but will Colin? Hmm. Girl, if he does, I'll smack him across the forehead. That's a lot of money. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> uh, when we come back, ooh, uh, I read this article on streaming uh, in New York Magazine, and it is it is not good. Uh, that plus someone gets hit by a phone. When we come back, Red Cow and Red Rabbit have the happy hour. T-H-E. Hey, it's Jace for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. We all love a good double H. We love a good value. Uh, I know when my friends and I, we go out, we're like, okay, who has a really good happy hour? That's what we ask. Red Cow and Red Rabbit have the happy hour. And they've now made it bigger and better than ever and longer than ever. Tuesday through Friday, 2 to 5.30. Let's uh, talk Red Cow today. They've divided things into a $6, $7, and $8 menu. $6 tap beers and wine. $7 at Red Cow. All about margaritas. Uh, The classic margarita, a strawberry Fresno margarita, and a mango margarita. Now let's talk food. Under their $8 menu, their homemade chips and dip. Oh, God, I love those. Homemade tuna crisps, cheese curds, truffle fries, double barrel sliders, and their 60-40 sliders. So grab friends today and run to Red for happy hour. I prefer to call this Charlie Puth weekend. That's how I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, that's why you're going to see Charlie Puth. I am. It's on Sunday. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk, live streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. So I read a completely frightening article uh, yesterday and. I wanted to share my fright, so I sent it to my friends Alexis and Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am not a subscriber, so I have not read it. I'm so sorry. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. I should have given you my pa- I, oh, that's no, rude no, of me. Don't I worry sent about you something it. you can't open. I tried it and I was like, oh, okay. Well he'll tell he'll tell us about it. Yeah. Um, let me just let me just break this down into just a couple sentences. So this was in uh, New York magazine. And the, the headline is this, The Binge Purge. TV streaming model is broken. It's also not going away. And for Hollywood, figuring that out will be a horror show. Okay. And let me do, <laughs> there's two quotes right at the top of this article, which is so fascinating. Uh, one, now these are from... TV executives, studio chiefs, and they won't apply the quote to any of them. Everyone kind of wants to be anonymous. 
One executive said, quote, it's such a blanking, insert your favorite cuss word there, it's such a blanking disaster, isn't it? Another executive, it's like the entire system has snapped. Another executive, I think we may be in the world's biggest Ponzi scheme. Another executive, streaming is entertainment's crypto. Whoa. Bottom line. You're used to it that way, then I I can absolutely see that's your point of view. Well, they are basically saying the line that stuck out at me and and, and Holly and I were uh, texting back and forth about this is Hollywood is in a lot more hurt than I think we even realize. And the big thing, the overarching narrative, and I hate that word, but in this article from New York Magazine is this. Hollywood and the entertainment industry had a golden goose, and that golden goose was pay TV. In network TV, too, but pay TV with those wonderful never-ending carriage fees, the fees that the cable companies would pay your CNNs, your Discovery, your ABC, your Fox, to carry their networks on their on their cable systems. And all of us would pay monthly fees, and the money would just keep rolling in the deep with SWAS. would just keep rolling in. <laughs> and they abandoned that model for the streaming model that will never, ever make that much money. Holly, what do you think? Yeah, I think that where we're at right now in Hollywood in 2023 is the result of years of rolling back decrees, legislation that were installed by federal legislation to increase competition. And over the course of years, those things have been rolled back. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the Paramount Decree was null and void. What that means, talking about movies, is that that was something that was put in place by the government in the 40s to break up the big movie studios and say, hey, we need to make more competition in this industry. You can't make, produce, and show all of your movies and have that term vertical integration. Well, that ended in 2020, so that's gone. Then there are other things in place that have been slowly whittled away. So it's a it's a money thing. I, I, it gets really kind of nerdy and complicated. It does. It does. But the bottom line is, is that the business model in Hollywood is broken. And as a result, it affects the things that we see every day. Because like they were saying in this article, and, and we've lived this. We have now we have lived through this this period here. It all changed with Netflix and House of Cards. It really began right there where Netflix and then everyone followed suit. Everyone started pouring billions of dollars with without without budgetary concerns, just billions of dollars into content with no real thought that they weren't bringing in that amount of money. They were green lighting. I think that the 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 stat was, oh, let me pull it up. It went from. Like 200 and some original shows on television to like 599 uh, just a few years later. 
all of this content was being pumped out by all of these streamers without any consideration of, okay, well, are these, are the subscription dollars going to be enough to offset your programming costs? Mm-hmm. No. And you're still, all of these companies, and then another, uh, then all of these companies are still, well, some of them, still have to program their linear networks. And then to make matters worse, everyone saw, ooh, that digital was going to be the future. Everyone, all these executives saw that streaming was, you know, everyone was chasing Netflix. So what did they do? They also, at the same time, ended all of these lucrative uh, licensing deals. Let me give you an example. Because like Holly said, I don't want to get too inside baseball. But y'all, as entertainment consumers, should know we are in a world of hurt. Oh, yeah. But let me give you an example. So it's not just, okay, they're spending bazillions of dollars, I mean, money pouring out of their butthole for programming. But also, all of the companies, including my boyfriend, Bob Iger, in in the effort to chase Netflix, said, okay, we're going to take everything in-house. Meaning they ended all of these lucrative licensing deals. For Disney, Disney had a huge deal with Netflix. Disney products were on Netflix, and Netflix was paying Mickey Mouse a lot of money. But they're like, wait a minute. We want our own streaming service, and we want all of our Disney stuff on our Disney platform. So we're going to take all of that back, and we're going to end this licensing deal with Netflix. Now, I'm not just picking. I'm using Disney as an example, but Disney is Absolutely not the only company that did that. NBC Universal did that. Fox did that. All of them did that because everyone wanted to start their own streaming service. Yeah, the only the only major studio that hasn't done that yet is Sony. Yeah. They're still licensing out their content to other companies to distribute. That's it. I'll pick on Warner Brothers. Let's use Friends as an example. You know, Warner was making... They still are. Look, friends is a cash cow. But Warner was getting bazillions of dollars with just with friends licensing deals. But they're like, wait, wait, wait. We want friends on Max. Seinfeld the same way. Sein, actually, Seinfeld Sony. But, uh, but friends in particular. So you add up all of these little things, and they're not so little. You add up the programming, the ever, you know, you, you, you add up the, uh, the cost of production. You add mm-hmm. the end of these licensing deals. You end. Uh, you you throw in the fact that there's only so many humans, so there's only so many possible subscribers, and this is where we are. It's bad, y'all. It's real bad because oh. the streaming model is nowhere near as profitable as the old cable system. Mm. And maybe they just need to accept less profits. Oh, what do you know? Also, the writer's on strike, too, because this business model does not support or sustain a reasonable lifestyle for their work. The whole concept of the writer's room has been torn apart, dismantled, and what the writers are on strike for is a living wage to do their work because this business model 
has decimated and hollowed out the middle class of writers in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. People cannot make a living making content. And so they're out on the picket line still. And they're probably going to stay out there for a long, long time. (sighs) Let alone AI. That's a whole, you know, whole yes, other thing too, right? Because because of profits, I'm sure they'll turn to that to you know make yeah make whittle, that buck, whittle, whittle is, the writers room. We only need three writers instead of five. Ding ding, and that's what the writers are also fighting for. Because the perception is, oh oh, you work in television, yeah. Oh really? You're a writer on? Oh my God, you must live in a four bedroom. House in Monticello. No. Well, it's hard out no. there. No, I, I live under a freeway in Burbank with three other people yes. in one room. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And you're going from gig to gig to gig unless, you know, that's why it's so important, you know, if you get multiple seasons, but that's not always guaranteed. And no. Then, you know, and then with the, the conglomerates basically merging, buying each other, then projects just get dropped like forget it nope we're not going to even try that right well we'll it will be better for our books to drop this project and do a tax write-off than it is to actually produce this and distribute it mm-hmm. and have eyeballs see it Whew. no yeah. wonder all the actors and writers and people in hollywood are like children do not go into this business okay <laughs> yeah i don't know it just it's a facet if you guys do have a, a subscription or if you have a free one if you see the article, for, it's from New York Magazine. It is it is very inside baseball. It gets very detailed, but it is so worth it. If you have even a little bit, and if you're listening to the station, you do. If you have a little bit of curiosity about what we're getting ready and what we are living through, oof, read it. Because we are in a world of hurt, and it's not uh, as far as entertainment, and it's not going to end anytime soon. Seriously, it's not. Which is not good. So, Ugh. yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, as we talked about earlier, it is Pride Week. Well, it's Taylor Weekend. It's Charlie Puth Weekend. It's also Pride Week, Pride Month. But coming up this weekend is our Pride Festival. My talk is a proud partner. The festival is uh, June 23rd to the 25th. It's free in Loring Park and Parade Park. And don't miss the My Talk trolley. The three of us will be there. On Sunday, June 25th, as we travel Woo-hoo! down Hennepin Avenue, you want to so schedule? Fun. Of course you do. Go to mytalk1071.com and use keyword pride. Somebody got hit with a cell phone. Alexis has that Ooh. when we return. First Equity Mortgage. Functionality should never compromise beautiful design. And at Rebath, they get it. They're a one-stop bathroom remodeling shop. They've got you. They'll look at your style. They'll look at your budget. And they'll get the job done in four easy steps. First, there's an in-home consultation, or you can stop into their showroom. They're right in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. They will come up with a free custom design. Of course, and there's removal and preparation. They'll do that in five days or less. Professional installation, that's part of the five days. And then post-care and warranty. Beautiful bathrooms. Rebath.com to sign up to have a designer come to your home. The other thing that's going on, if you want or looking for a fun extra summer gig, contact Julie at Rebath. They have the Minnesota State Fair coming up. They have some other fun summer fests, and they want some really fun people on their team. So if you're down for that, shoot Julie an email, Rebath.com. Time now for Alexis. 
out of context. I was a total freaking moron. Well, that wasn't Alexis. It was marked as Alexis. Uh, let me let me do this one. Yeah. This is going to sound weird. Time for Jason out of context. I was a total freaking moron. Did that just sound dirty? Because that's not how I meant it. That was Jason out of context. Whoops. It's labeled as you, but uh, I need to relabel that. I apologize. That's great. Uh, That's really extra confusing then. Okay, now let's do this one. Time now for Alexis out of context. (laughs) Squeeze your meat. This has been Alexis out of context. What's going on there? Squeeze your meat. I don't know. Um, Who knows? Welcome back. Meatballs. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jason and Alexis in the morning live on my talk. Thanks for being here. Who got hit with a phone, Lex? (gasps) BB Rexa. I feel so bad for her and for the other fans who were there to enjoy the best effing night of their life. Well, that's the name of her tour. Best effing night of my life tour. Sunday night. She was up there performing, and some moron fan decided to throw his cell phone on the stage. It hit her face. She did post some pictures to Instagram. Guys, she's got a black eye, a laceration right under her eyebrow. It was a big deal. She actually, it hit her face, and she dropped to her knees on the stage. And, you know, was holding holding her face. Her team helped her off the stage. Fans were cheering as she left, but they... Stop the show. And this guy now has been charged with assault. Why did he do it? He said just he felt like it for the amusement of it all. Seemed like it would be fun. I hate people. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yes. What is is wrong with people? Who raised how was that person raised? Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. I can't. I just can't. Because you felt like it. Mm-hmm. Were they, was this moron? Do you know, like, were they charged or were they? Oh, yeah, were, yeah. He has been charged. Oh, good. Uh, for assault, different, let's see, aggravated harassment, attempted assault, harassment, and just assault in general. He's 27 years old. That's the other thing. You're a you, man. You know better, you loser. Yeah. You 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 know better. The hell's wrong with you? Just because you felt like it? Really? Like what is wrong is with nasty. people? It's just gross. You shouldn't be allowed in public. Well, and at this point, okay, yeah, he's been charged with all all of these things, and and you know, obviously, her safety is number one. But what what about? Is there any? Is he culpable for any of the other fans' night being ruined? Mm. Part of their ticket price, part. You know, how does? Gosh, how do you figure that out? If probably that's even not. a thing, probably uh, not. Think yeah. about think about the idiots, Lex, on on airplanes that cause airplanes to like return to uh, the the location where they took off from, or yeah. they're diverted. They're diverted to Omaha. You know what I mean? On the way, <laughs> yeah, there's probably uh, fine, 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 fine print. Yep. On that ticket that you buy to anything. That's true. Ugh. Yuck. Well, it's just so bad. Hopefully she'll hit the stage again. She's in Philly right now. 
I just feel bad for her. Supposed to perform tonight. You know, I just feel bad. Yeah. Here you are trying to do a show, and there's not 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 that it would not that it would be a gopher hair difference, but the fact that he just just did it because he wanted, just because yeah. he thought it was something to do, that almost makes it more disgusting to me. Oh, it's yeah, it's terrible. And and he touched it scary. hard because she needs she needed stitches. Oh. And you the pictures. Oh my gosh! Ouch! It's just uh. gross. Just gross. Yeah. So hopefully she'll be okay. Yeah. Perform tonight. Uh, let's turn to Holly. Uh, I saw this all over the place yesterday. It was the big Mission Impossible world premiere? Cruises everywhere, and uh, especially the tabloids there. They're covering it at a fever pace, aren't they, Holly? Yeah, and I want to know who Tom Cruise's publicist is right now because <laughs> they're trying to make Tom Cruise into this fetching leading man again. You know, we had that in the 80s and the 90s. Mid-2000s, Tom Cruise kind of, you know, self-destructed in that in that aspect. Didn't really do (laughs) Oprah's couch. See, (laughs) Oprah's love. Yes, see, all of the above. Well, now all these headlines concerning Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise and his leading ladies step out for Mission Impossible 7 premiere in Rome. Okay, that's a deliberate choice that, like, Tom Cruise is so hot that he's just with all of his leading ladies. He has all seven of them just standing next to him because Tom Cruise is such, (laughs) such a hot desirable Hollywood hunk. <laughs> what do you want him to do, Holly? Roll up by himself on a scooter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Alexis. That is what he has done to him. <laughs> That's what he has done to himself. Stop trying to make Tom Cruise hot again. He's not hot again. Go jump out of an airplane or do some like incredible stunt. And by all means, in this new movie. <laughs> Mumu, yeah. Mumu. You should wear boo boo. I mean, look, that would be ven- ventilation, man. Ventilation. Yeah. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One is pretty spectacular. But they're yeah. trying to make yeah. this happen. They're trying to make Tom Cruise into this hot guy again. Yeah, it's just not happening. It's just not Lean happening. Into dead bod. It's just not happening, dude. Here comes Tom. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A weed whacker in his hands? That's fine. He's in his AMC Gremlin, as he should be. <laughs> Roll it up. It's fine. What do you want him to do, Holly? Oh, God. Oh, when we come back, human composting with Jason and Alexis. That's right. Human composting. It's going to be a, a fun stay, hour. Please stay. It's very interesting, actually. <laughs>